This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Good morning, I'm Jim Lang, and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Well, the talk last week was not about who won the $1 million Haskell Stakes at Monmouth Park. Instead, it was what happened as the horses neared the finish line, an incident that saw Hot Rod Charlie impede Midnight Bourbon, causing the latter to clip heels and fall. Luckily, jockey Paco Lopez, Midnight Bourbon's rider, was not seriously hurt. However, could this incident have been prevented had Hot Rod Charlie's jockey, Flavian Pratt, been able to use the riding crop as allowed in other racing jurisdictions? Monmouth, as we have mentioned in the past, operate under a different crop regulation than other racetracks. The New Jersey Racing Commission have basically taking the crop out of the riders' hands, allowing them to use it for safety reasons only. Friend of the show, Terry Meeks, president and CEO of Lexington, Kentucky's Jockeys Guild, joins us again today, and we'll talk more about last Saturday's Haskell Stakes and, of course, the current riding crop rule that was introduced by the New Jersey Racing Commission several months ago. Also on today's show, Robert Reed Jr., harness racing handicapper extraordinaire and editor of Woodbine Mohawk Park's The Horse Players Journal, Todd joins us again to talk about racing at Woodbine Mohawk Park and also some of the major stakes events that we can look forward to over the summer at the Campbellville Oval. In addition, recently Robert became the on-air handicapper and color commentator for Grand River Raceway's live racing broadcast. That's cool. And we'll learn more about these additional duties. And finally, while he's back, co-host Larry Simpson will once again try to sniff out some potential betting gyms at Woodbine. Woodbine Mohawk Park and some other North American tracks racing today and a potential play of tonight's Meadowlands Harness Card with our Ponies Picks of the Day. It's going to be a great show. So better get your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready to go for some heavy-duty action today. When we come back, my co-host Larry Simpson will join us to catch up on some recent racing news. This is Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA provides members and their hardworking employees with medical insurance, pensions, benevolence, negotiations with racetracks and government, and provides vital industry information to the horse people. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. This is 105.9 The Region. 
Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Jim Lang, and let me introduce to you my co-host, the expert in all things ponies, the one and only Larry Simpson. Larry, how are you? Doing okay. How about you, Jim? Good. Very exciting. The 162nd. It's hard to believe it. Queen's mm-hmm. Plate Power Rankings coming out, and I don't think it's a shock to anyone following horse racing. Wayburn is the prohibitive number one top dog right now. Well, I think he has to be. He's uh, basically uh, showing that he can compete with some of the top uh, three-year-olds across North America. So uh, you know, it makes sense that uh, you know he should be able to uh, race well when he comes back to Canada. Now, I think some experienced horse people are taking an eye and thinking, is Weyburn so good, it may just skip right to the breeders? That's something to take into consideration. The other thing is that uh, Weyburn is possibly going to go to the Jim Dandy at Saratoga. Oh. And if he races well there, then he'd go into the Travers in late August, and that would compete against the Queen's Plate. So, you know, his schedule hasn't been chartered yet, but uh, I think that there's still, still some talk whether he is going to come here for the plate or whether he is uh, going to stay in New York. So, Some very interesting horses, Ombre, Keep Griding. Tio Magico and Tidal Forces. So some serious talent coming up August 22nd. There is. Uh, Tio Magico was impressive. Um, I I watched him because uh, I think two races ago I picked him on the show as one of my ponies picks, and he just didn't look comfortable in that uh, race. Uh, uh, but the jockey let him kind of run on the lead uh, his last start, and he was a different horse. So, And then we're going to hear more in a second, but uh, quite a the, – the, the rivalry between Mandaloon and Hot Rod Charlie continues in horse racing. This is Ali Frazier in the 1970s. Well, it was basically a nose that separated Hot Rod Charlie and Mandaloon again. And uh, uh, unfortunately, there was uh, some circumstances in the stretch that caused uh, Hot Rod Charlie to be disqualified. So, Well, the horse racing world around the world are still talking about what happened last week with Midnight Bourbon and Hot Rod Charlie and everything going on at... What was a, supposed to be a great finish to the Haskell Stakes to talk more about what happened and maybe how we can prevent this in the future. Thrilled to be speaking to someone who knows all about it, the president and CEO of the Lexington, Kentucky's Jockeys Guild, Terry Meeks, friend of the show, joining us again. Terry, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for having me. A pleasure. As you watched the final stretch and the home stretch of that race, what was your impression of what happened? Well, I thought there would be a catastrophic injury. I basically, um, I thought, you know, that Paco Lopez was going to be seriously injured. I thought the horse, either his horse or Todd's horse, stepped on him and caused a, you know, catastrophic injury. Indeed, but but in your mind, this could have been prevented, this accident that happened. I, I really think so. I think, you know, again, this is the, the New Jersey Racing Commission Institute of Rule that we've um, tried to have changed over the last year and uh, you know and we went to court and the court hasn't heard it yet the case and it's very difficult when they put a rule in that affects life and you know of a jockey and, and or horse you know and, and not listening to jockeys and you know their views how and the, you know the rules for safety only well safety only you know what the interpretation of safety only is after the the fact is how what we've been told 
the horse has to bolt, it has to do something, and then you can use it. Whereas in your, you know, you talk to the riders, they they know when a horse is going to do something and prick his ears, or and they they have instincts and they feel it and they can correct it before an incident happens. And there's other incidents that's happened at Monmouth Park now before the Haskell is with Carlos Montalvo. He used it, you know, on a safety. He he was thought he was using it for safety purposes and. You know, I think he's going to be fined or suspended um, for using it, um, you know, with a horse that had a reputation of being, a, a you know, a bad actor and stuff. So Flavian Pratt was carrying a whip, but he didn't use it because it wasn't considered a safety concern. Is that is that what I'm reading in this, Terry? Well, basically, you know, he, you know, he, again, he's had, he's been riding in Southern California, for the most part, he's written in New York, but it's the first day he's written there. And, you know, again, the interpretation of what you can do and what you can't do has never really been explained to anybody. Um, even Dennis Drayson this week came out at a commission meeting and saying, you know, the interpretation's got to be explained and, you know, and what the stewards, the stewards are probably not on the same page with the racing commission and the interpretation of rule hasn't been explained. And, it's just very unfortunate. How close are we to big name riders simply refusing to ride a Monmouth because of the the new rule? Well, I, I know there's been a number of riders. You know, we haven't the guild hasn't gotten involved other than informing what the guild has done the last couple of years. The interpretation and communication between you know what we know about the rule and what the stewards explained to the jocks prior to the meet. Um, but I think, you know, the riders felt that they can go out there and be safe. And I just think, you know, Johnny Velasquez, who's the co-chairman of the, the Guild, you know, basically was on a radio show probably a couple months ago now in, in the United States. Basically, it's just Russian roulette. You know, we're playing with Russian roulette. And, and Johnny said to me this past week, you know, he's just surprised it hasn't happened sooner. Okay, you mentioned earlier, Terry, about the court case hasn't been heard yet. What what's taken the the time to uh, not get this heard? You know, I think the pandemic probably has something to do with it, I, and I don't know. We tried to, you know, have an emergency rule prior to the meet to have it heard before, you know, the first part when the state area opened up in in first of May, um, and they denied it. So. But hopefully, you know, there, we're having internal discussions about, you know, what's transpired the last couple of weeks, you know, with the Haskell and with Carlos Montalvo's and, you know, in the process of determination, what our next steps are, if any. Speaking with Terry Meeks, the president and CEO of Lexington, Kentucky's Jockeys Guild. In your mind, Terry, which jurisdiction in North America has the best use of the riding crop that is safe for the horses, but equally safe for the riders as well? Well, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we've been working on this for two years, you know, with regulators throughout, you know, the ARCI, which is um, all the all the racing regulators throughout the country. Um, but, you know, we've compromised, you know, Johnny Velasquez, Mike Smith, other jocks, whether it be um, Aaron Grider when he was riding, Javier Castellano, Julian Lathrew, and a couple of quarter horse jocks. G.R. Carter and Rick, Ricky Ramirez. You know, we've been trying to work with them and come up with rule. Um, this past April, we did come up with a rule that was a, a compromise on both parts with the regulators and with the, the jockeys. 
uh, with the Kentucky rule, whereas you can use it overhand six times and underhand it as necessary from the three eight pole to the wire. Um, we think that's you know fair for uh, you know it was a compromise on our part, um, and as well as Kentucky regulators, but. It was, you know, we think it's in the best interest of everybody, including the owners, the trainers, the racetracks, the, you know, regulators, the betting public. We can't forget about the betting public and all this, um, and the riders. Maybe you've been on our show a couple of times, Terry, and for listeners that have maybe tuned in today and didn't hear, you know, your last couple of interviews, Maybe for them, could you kind of explain what does the Jockeys Guild do? What is what is their role in the horse racing industry? Well, we represent the majority of, of the jockeys in the United States. Um, basically, representation. Um, we try to provide benefits, um, you know, life insurance, temporary disability, AD&D policy, but representation, um, but, you know, we're the voice. And, and the Jocks Guild is, you know, the jockeys themselves. Um, the board of directors is, as I mentioned, co- um, co-chairs are Mike Smith and Johnny Velasquez, both Hall of Fame jockeys, both probably the most recognized and well-respected, you know, people in, in our sport. Um, and, you know, co-chairs are Julian Le Peru, Javier Castellano, um, Ricky Ramirez is a quarter horse jock, and then other Board members are, you know, um, Alex Berzer, Joe Bravo, um, Graydon Van Dyke, Joel Campbell, uh, Rodney Prescott. So it's well-respected um, riders throughout the country um, from all parts of segments of the of the con- sections of the country. Um, and we try to work in the best interest and, in, you know, safety issues. You know, we work on helmets and vests and baseline concussions, concussion protocols. Um, just safety issues, you know, and basically for the riders and as well as the horses. Good stuff, Terry. We we'll always appreciate your insight. And hopefully the next time we're talking is about something more upbeat. But uh, all the best and good luck the rest of the racing season. All right. Thank you very much, Larry. Thank you. All right. Take care. When we come back, harness racing handicapper extraordinaire Robert Reed Jr. joins us once again at Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. COSA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. COSA, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the COSA website at cosaonline.com or call 905-854-2672. 
Ontario Racing. The excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing at 15 racetracks. We are the voice of the Ontario horse racing industry, and we direct breed improvement programs, set annual race dates, and work on attracting new horse owners and race fans. Ontario Racing is committed to supporting a vibrant industry with one vision, working together for a stronger horse racing community. To get your horsepower, go to OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing, three breeds, one vision. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. The Stone Cold Steve Austin of horse racing in the province, Robert Reed Jr., Woodbine Mohawk Park's track handicapper and editor of the Horse Players Journal, joins us once again. And we'll fill us in on some of the great harness racing action coming up over the summer at Mohawk. Robert, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys doing? Good, good. What's happening these days for you? Uh, there's a lot going on right now, to be honest. You know, it was, um, you know, during, uh, you know, the shutdown in Ontario, uh, I actually kind of uh, moved my attention, did some work for the JRA, uh, Japanese Racing Association of Thoroughbreds. But since harness racing's been back, I'll tell you, it's been uh, really busy. I'm writing the journal still at Mohawk Park, uh, and now I'm actually the uh, live on-air handicapper at Grand River Raceway as well, uh, even doing some uh, you know spots for Costa TV. So it's been uh, a lot of fun since racing's resumed, and uh, it's been really busy, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Okay, let's talk about uh, your Grand River stint. Uh, you're handicapping basically on a half-mile track. Mohawk is a 7.8's track. How do you change your handicapping? considering post position right like it, it sounds so simple but i think it's what people really overlook is you've got to realize that uh you know on the half mile surface uh there's a lot of times that uh, horses will draw outside and, and have no choice but to take their lumps and and go to the back of the bus and just try to get what they can get um and, and many times especially in the preferred ranks uh horses will win one week get handicapped to the outside post the next week and they'll you know they'll end up having to finish fourth or fifth at best uh, and after such a strong performance, take money again in that effort. So it, it's really, you know, learning that the post position game is kind of everything. Uh, and in speed can be, and inside speed can be king at times. A lot of people hear this and say you're an on air handicapper, color commentator. What exactly goes into that to make sure you're prepared and doing the job you do all the time, Robert? For me, it's uh, really just trying to, uh, you know, stay on top of things from a different, you know, many different levels. You know, the first being, you know, all the pre-work that I do, very similar to the journal, and that is, you know, watching replays and going over the card, you know, with a fine-tooth comb every single night. But the reason why I love the gig at Grand River, and, you know, Jamie Martin was a big supporter of this, was he wanted me to, to live cap on the air. So we do a pre-race kind of breakdown and then Gary Guy and myself come on after the post break we analyze the body language of each horse uh, you know and talk about the main contenders and their current odds and then really discuss you know where the value is the, the last piece we do actually is a post race analysis which I think is valuable for everyone for next week you know when a horse maybe gets uh, trouble from the trip and while we're talking about uh, Grand River Robert the news that just broke this week was the fact that uh, they're looking to go to a 5 8 mile track. So that's going to throw another monkey wrench into your handicapping, correct? Oh, definitely. Yeah, it changes everything. You know, when that happens, it's still going to be a ways away. But, uh, you know, for me, 
uh, you know, five inch racing is something I, I, I grew up with. I mean, I grew up at Greenwood Raceway, so uh, I'm certainly uh, in my wheelhouse, so to speak, uh, with five eighths racing. So, you know, I, I love the dynamic of the half mile surface and racing there, you know, over, over that uh, track, but I, I'm excited for what the future brings for the uh, five eighth surface. And Robert, what are you thinking of and what do you keep an eye on at Woodby Mohawk Park the rest of the summer? The one race that always intrigues me that, uh, you know, I got excited about last year because I had the opportunity to kind of follow it closely as it got closer was the Mohawk Million. Uh, I think it's such a interesting dynamic with spots being having, having to be purchased so far out. Obviously, the North America Cup is one that, you know, has always been one of my favorites. And I, you know, I've been at that race live in attendance, you know, since I was a young child. Um, so there's just really so much going on. And the cool thing about this year, which, you know, can kind of maybe get exhausting at times, but... You know, the, the stage schedule is so condensed that it seems like there's just, you know, unbelievable race carts almost every single night, especially on the weekend. Did you have your eye on anything at the Meadowlands Pace last week that you may think will be a contender for this year's uh, NA Cup? Yeah, I mean, I think there certainly are a few. I, I thought some of the rankings, you know, put Perfect Sting uh, at the top of the list still. I, I'd be kind of hesitant to do that. Um, you know, I, I didn't. I, I thought he was okay in the in the Meadowlands pace. I wouldn't say he he really raced fantastic. I mean, while with Shadow, you know, granted he got placed up, he still turned in a pretty remarkable performance. Uh, you know, benefited obviously, you know, from the disqualification. But uh, I certainly think with you know the local connections up here, he's one you have to put, keep your eye on. But you know, I'll be honest. I think the Ontario bred this year uh, look absolutely dynamite. It seems, Robert, the handle for Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park has been very very impressive, very solid, very respectable the last few weeks. Is that a trend you see playing itself out over the next few weeks as well? I certainly think so. I mean, the, the quality of racing is only going to get better, uh, you know, as we get deeper in the Ontario Tire Stakes, uh, you know, Grand Circuit Stakes races, uh, North America Cup, you name it. I mean, it, it's really an accelerated schedule that I think, you know, we're going to see a lot of, you know, competitive racing. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, some real quality racing. So uh, I see the handle, you know, hopefully uh, continuing uh, on the rise because I think it's great for the sport of harness racing. Any surprises on the uh, driver's colony at Woodbine Mohawk Park this year? I'm not going to say it's a surprise. I'm going to say that, you know, I'm really happy to see James McDonald have the success that he's been having. Uh, I think that he's um, someone that's been, you know, a fantastic driver for, for years and, and, uh, you know, while he's been considered a top driver, I think he's really come into his own this season. Uh, now, again, he's he's also picked up a lot of live drives in, in you know, the Ontario Tire Stakes program and, and even, you know, in, in uh, you know the grassroots program. Uh, so many, uh, you know, live drives from a lot of farms and Nick Colucci, um, which is nice to see. I think he's not only getting, you know, had so much success at this point, I think he's going to have a fantastic you know, rest of the summer and have some really big opportunities. I think that um, better have my money is is the best uh, two year old you know in the province and the best one that I've seen live, anyways. And just in closing, is there any horse flying under the radar that maybe we should keep an eye open for? I'm gonna give uh, you know a, another plug to Grand River Raceway. Uh, Monday night is is exciting because it's the eliminations for two of my favorite races of the year: the Battle of Waterloo and the Battle of the Bells, which both take place on Industry Day on the civic holiday, uh, you know, in, in August. So it's coming up quickly. Uh, there's two horses actually for Rene Barasa that I think are really talented fillies um, that we're going to hear more from. Uh, but the one I really like is that one called Do It For Josie. 
She's one that uh, tried the goals last time, ended up finishing, you know, third uh, on the end of it, but came from way out of it. I, I've seen a lot of nice uh, form references with her, with other horses coming out of uh, contests she's been in and qualifiers that she was a winner in. Uh, and I believe that she will kind of shred her stuff uh, as the season goes on. She's one I think that has been flying under the radar for sure. Good stuff. As always, thank you very much, Robert. We really appreciate it. We'll hopefully we'll talk again soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. After the break, Larry Simpson looks at some racing action today around North America, including Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park, and some additional standard bread action from tonight's Meadowlands card. So make sure that your HBI accounts and Dark Horse app are ready to work overtime today. Stick with us for Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Discover a new breed of excitement with Live Horse Racing. Ontario Racing represents 15 racetracks where you can experience the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing. To find the racetrack nearest you, go to OntarioRacing.com. New to betting? Check out our Betting 101 page and learn about the HPI Bet Wagering Platform and the Dark Horse app. The best and safest online betting options. Get your horsepower at OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing. Three breeds, one vision. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA promotes the exchange of ideas to further advance, market, and preserve live racing in Ontario while offering new thoroughbred ownership opportunities. Membership to the HBPA is free for owners and trainers. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Live Harness Racing continues at the Meadowlands Racetrack every Friday and Saturday night with a 6.20 p.m. post time. The Big Ams Championship meet concludes on August 7th where all eyes will be on the famed $1 million Hamiltonian, headlining an exceptional day of stakes events with a special post time of 12 noon. Watch and wager on all of the Big Ams exciting harness racing action through your HPI bet account and Dark Horse app and be part of the Meadowlands Racing Experience. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Well, before we wrap up our show, of course, what would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and possible betting gems? As Larry gives us his Ponies Picks of the Day, shout out to our friends Mark of the Fans of Horse Racing, and Larry... Your picks were in fuego last week. You were on. You were on point. They were what? On fire. On fire. Okay. In fuego. In fuego. Okay. I like that one. All right. Well, let's hope they're they're on fire again today. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Woodbine has a ten race card today, including the Grade Two Nassau Stakes, which is race six. Uh, the Nassau is one mile on the turf for fillies and mares, and a purse of one hundred and seventy-five thousand. It's a very competitive field. A few horses have come in from the, the U.S. to race. One of them is number five, Abscond. Ships in from Belmont today. Abscond has ten lifetime starts, all on the turf, and has been in the money seven times. Mm. 
including two wins. And one of those wins actually was back in 2019 when she won the grade one Natalma here at Woodbine. So uh, uh, I think that I'm going to take a shot with her. So race six, number five, abscond. Okay. Okay. Next. Uh, Woodbine Mohawk Park is home to 11 races tonight, including several Ontario Sires uh, grassroots uh, series events. But I'm like looking at a horse in the ninth race, uh, which is a one-mile pace, a conditioned event for a highly competitive field. Number five, Major Custard, looks to be coming around now. Last year, he won 15 of 16 of his starts. This year is a different story. He's he's winless in 13 starts. So he's due. <laughs> he's due, right. <laughs> and that's, that's what I think he's due. His last race was great. He made a first up parked out move only to tire late in the mile. That's a big indicator that a horse is rounding into good shape. I like the driver change to uh, James McDonald. So uh, Woodbine Mohawk Park, race number nine, number five, Major Custard. All right, what else? Okay, Delmar has two stakes uh, today, uh, including the $200,000 grade two San Clemente stakes for three-year-old fillies. Uh, there's probably three or four uh, fillies who can maybe win this race, and one of them I think is number nine, Madoni, who I liked in her last start, which was back in May. Today, Madoni's back at a mile, where she has four wins and five starts. Uh, she's also two for two at Delmar on the turf. Uh, she's worked very well since that last start in May, and I think uh, she's got a very good shot today. So Delmar race 10, number nine, Madoni. For the Meadowlands, it's another 13 race card tonight. Race nine is a one mile pace with a purse of $17,500. The number three horse, Fortify, looks to have a great shot tonight. Last week he was in the eight post, it was a really sloppy racetrack. Uh, this horse never saw the rail and still finished third, beating the length and three quarters. Uh, three hole can't hurt for Fortify, and I think this horse has made over 389,000 lifetimes and so knows how to win uh, from 28 lifetime starts. The Meadowlands, race nine, number three, Fortify. You heard the man. Get your HPI and your Dark Horse accounts and apps ready to go because Larry's going to make you some money. As always, thank you for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. And just a reminder, if you'd like to receive a free digital copy of the latest Ponies 24-7 magazine and a new one just released, email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. Don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 Lymphoma Canada campaign don't horse around lymphoma. For more information on this, go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca slash ponies. Stick around with 1059 of the region all weekend long. Ann Romer, the feed. Ann Romer, 1130, in conversation with Tony DeFranco of the DeFranco family. Heartbeat is a love beat. I'll be back here Monday morning. Enjoy the horse racing. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.